0: I could stay here forever.
1: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
0: What's your favorite scary movie?
1: Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit.
0: Why not? Too scared?
1: No, no, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. It's insulting. Hello! Hello! This is episode 25. 25. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. I think it's right too. We did it. Hi everybody. Hello. Cheers, Ketrin.
0: Cheers. Cheers. I well, have 47 drinks in front of me. You guys trying to Oh, cheers. Cheers. It's actually 47 drinks. That was not hyperbole. She has 47 drinks in front of her. Why don't you name them off, Kim? Look, guys,
1: it's flu season. I'm trying to stay hydrated. I got a little mushroom coffee. I got a little, I don't know, vanilla something tea that Ketrin made for me. Mm-hmm. I got water and I got kombucha.
0: She is killing it on the hydration Hydration. We are Kim and Kat stay alive, Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, Hydration. What?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm Kim Burns. I'm Ketron Porter. For any new listeners, we are a horror movie comedy podcast.
0: We're going to tell you about your favorite horror movies and see which one of us will stay alive. It's always me. <laughs> it's never Ketrin, It's always me. <laughs>
1: Where's our bell?
0: Oh, honey. <laughs> honey, <laughs> honey. Honey. Can you get our bell? Please.
1: And spoiler alert. We tell the whole movie. We tell the whole movie. So if that's not your thing, we're not your thing.
0: (laughs) Nope. But welcome to anyone who it is their thing. Yeah. I forget what we said we were going to do. Well, let's start with what we know. And that is that we have some amazing listeners that left us some reviews.
1: Oh, we want to start there?
0: I do. I want to get it over with. (laughs) (laughs) So Kim started this thing. Very organically. I it, just started singing it, it, about it someone was, who left us a review. It was so organic. Um, and um it's just become super popular. Everyone really loves it so much. Uh, um that
1: we just keep doing it. That
0: I have been outnumbered. <laughs> and Ketrin
1: is a huge fan. Oh, so Lord. um Do we
0: have some? Do we have some? We do, else? we do,
1: we do. Someone wrote that we're their new favorite podcast. <gasps> their name is Secret Baltimore Cuz Bot. <laughs>
0: Okay. Secret Baltimore. <laughs> I just want to break this down. Secret, secret Baltimore, Baltimore. Cause, cause bot. bot. I love it. So, so it's where do we go with that? Beep, boop, beep, boop, secret,
1: beep, 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 boop, secret, boop, Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. cuz beep, beep, Thank you, Secret Baltimore Cuzbot,
0: for that your last review. Noise was, that last noise was me powering, powering down. Them. I got okay. it. I picked
1: up what you were putting down. I got it. <laughs> we have another exciting thing that we're going to do for oh my people God. who leave us a review. I'm so excited. We just got some fucking merch, you guys.
0: Which I'm obsessed with. You I can
1: find us it. at KK Sam Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And there are links to our merch or go to our website, KimAndKatStayAlive.com. Mm-hmm all have links to the merch. We have lots of cool designs. Yes. And... From now on, mm-hmm. if you write us a review, not only will you get a song, which let's face it, that's the best, oh. but you will be entered into a drawing to get a free mug from us. Yay!
0: So for those of you that weren't writing a review because you were too shy to have your your name sung so beautifully by Kim, now you have a new incentive, <laughs> and that uh, is a mug <laughs> to drink your coffee or and tea. Don't out.
1: worry to any of our Wonderful listeners that already write reviews, we're going to add you into the drawing as well. So yeah, we're going to give a bunch away. And the next month or so, please, please give us five stars and write us a review. It would really fucking help us out. And win a mug.
0: Yay! Was that all of our business? Also, like, go look at our merch, like, for real. Don't just write a review for a mug. Like, we have really cool stuff. We have, like, pillows. We have t-shirts, tanks, hoodies. I'm into it. So... Update your spring wardrobe with some K.K. Sam accoutrement. I watched a movie.
1: You did? I did. Your movie that you watched was given to us. It was assigned. <gasps>
0: yes. Okay. By so,
1: one fabulous, amazing human being.
0: Yes. So you guys were introduced to our amazing, talented friend, Brian Sharp, last episode, because he was the one that salvaged Kim's underwater (laughs) audio. (laughs) Yeah, sorry for that, guys. You know, I was just really...
1: Really trying to go method, and yeah, um, it didn't. Just,
0: it didn't work out so well. No, it didn't. But luckily, we um, have Brian, who is a warlock of some kind, and salvaged audio that was virtually not there to bring. You
1: should have heard it before he touched it.
0: W- it well, you just wouldn't have heard it. Yeah, it, no, was, just, true. it was just. It was Kendrick just talking. me responding to ghosts. <laughs> it's just Kendrick
1: being a crazy person. It
0: was very strange, <laughs> but anyway. So we sent him a T-shirt as a thank you. And then also he was like, listen, these are the two movies I want you to do. But he didn't just say these are the movies I want you to do. He said, I'm assigning the movies to each of you. So Brian assigned me a movie. And that movie is Annihilation, Annihilation, which was awesome for so many reasons that I can't wait to tell you about.
1: I'm very excited.
0: So annihilation do you know anything about it
1: i know a little bit just from like gina rodriguez talking about it because i love her and i mm-hmm. know it's a lot of like women
0: yes it's strong
1: women yes and-
0: it's, i i will get into that because i'm so excited about it it also like passes the bechdel test all over the motherfucking house it's amazing yeah. it's so great for those of you that don't know what the bechdel test is it is something that's really cool that I learned about, it was actually started by Alison Bechdel, who won the MacArthur Genius Award. Basically, they put movies through a test that if two women speak to each other about something other than a man, and those two women have character names, then it passes the Bechdel test. Now when you go and watch a movie, you will see uh, that seems like a really easy standard to hit. Uh, most movies don't yeah so i was super excited because this is like just bechdel all over the place and natalie portman is in it yeah who i'm i didn't realize i missed her
1: yeah i love her but i
0: i missed her it was great and oscar isaac well let's do alive or dead sorry okay okay so let's see natalie portman nat alive oscar isaac
1: a lot. Do you know
0: who Oscar Isaac is?
1: I know that he was like in Star Wars and there's some he's Poe. gif about him. Yeah, he's raw hot. is cute or something. But
0: I, that's, that's,
1: I, I very little. That's all I kind of.
0: Treat yourself to some Oscar <laughs> Isaac <laughs> yeah. is all I'm going to say. Gina Rodriguez. Alive. Ponytail.
1: I'm
0: dead. Tessa. Tessa Thompson. She is. Did you watch Westworld? Yeah. Okay. So you know the really hot young woman that's like kind of gonna take over for Anthony Hopkins. Ray, right, she's right, got, right, right yeah, yeah. She's got oh, like, short she dark is. hair. Yeah. That's Tessa Thompson. She's in this. Got it. Alive or dead? Alive. Okay. Doctor Jen. Dead. And Doctor Jen is Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh.
1: Okay. Who was in
0: like singles and she was also in it's not crazy well, Wasn't
1: she in single white female?
0: No. Was she in single white female? Is she? I, I could be
1: wrong on that. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> honey, is Jennifer Jason Lee in single white female? Yes. She's not in singles. She's only in single. Wh- oh, turns out I was right and you were wrong, Katrin. Oh, ma- honey, don't you have somewhere to be? <laughs> yeah. um, Thank you, Eric. <laughs> so that's alive or dead. You can get a total of 28 points. All right. All right. All right. So 28. We Cut to Nat. <coughs> Excuse me. What just happened? <laughs> I don't know. We cut to Natalie Portman, otherwise referred to as Nat throughout the rest of this. She is in what appears to be like an observation cell. So she's in like sort of s- scrubby patient type of wear. Okay. And she's sitting in a chair with glass walls around her, and okay. people are observing her, Ooh. and they are all in hazmat suits. Oh,
1: no. Never a good sign. You never
0: want to be surrounded by people in hazmat suits and be sans a hazmat suit yourself. never good. It's never good. There is one person in the observation cell with her in a hazmat suit, and he is asking her a ton of questions. He seems equal parts suspicious and scared of her, but we don't know why. So he's asking questions like, what did you eat? you only had rations for this amount of time, but you were in there for much longer? Mm-hmm. How long do you think you were in there? And what happened to all the other people you were with? The answer to all of these questions from Nat is, I don't know. I don't know how we ate. I don't know how long we were in there. I don't know how I got out. I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to the other three people I was with, or they're all dead. That, that I can't help you. I wish I could help you. And he's like, okay, what what do you know? Let's start there. Then we cut to a meteor that is barreling towards the earth and it lands uh in a lighthouse. Like it barrels through a, a lighthouse and lodges itself in the ground, sort of under the lighthouse. And it sort of had this like I would say the the meteor was maybe the size of like 10 basketballs. So it's not like a meteor that killed the dinosaur, but it's also not like a pebble. Okay. It's like a good size. Okay. And it barrels into this lighthouse. And trailing behind it was this weird sort of like rainbowy oil slick type of look to it. But okay. we don't know what it is. That's all we see. Now we cut to Nat in class. She's a professor. And she's teaching about how everything came from cells multiplying and she tells her students that we're going to be watching cancer cells multiply over the semester so she's a biologist she's a professor she seems fucking bummed like just sad times okay again we don't know why this is clearly a flashback though. right yes so she's uh she leaves the classroom class is over and she's stopped in the hall or whatever by a super handsome colleague And he comes up Mm -hmm. and he's like, listen, my wife and I are having a barbecue. We would love to have you come over, like, get out of the house. Natalie is, Mm -hmm. like, not having it. Mm -hmm. Like, she's like, I have to wash my hair. Like, I'm not. Mm -hmm. I can't. And he's like, he's been gone for 12 months. Like, you're not besmirching his memory by going to a barbecue. Someone died. Yeah. And she's like, I have to paint the bedroom. Bye. And leaves. So we're like okay. Now we cut to Nat sitting in her house. She's alone and she's crying. Ugh. And there are pictures of Net. fine piece of Ace Oscar Isaac. Oh, he's dead. God damn it. He's dead. And it's like a flashback to them playing and like they're like lying in bed and he's like tickling her and stuff. And it was like <laughs> so cute. And I was like, hey. Hi. And then we cut to her crying and painting a bedroom okay
1: oh so she really was. Well, i thought that was just an excuse she really was painting the bedroom. yeah she really was painting the bedroom
0: uh can that's be usually, usually my so. excuse
1: it's like gotta paint the bedroom <laughs> gotta paint the bedroom can't, can't
0: do it kim's bedroom has can't 12 coats of paint over it <laughs> <laughs> so she's painting the bedroom and then we see that there's someone standing mm-hmm. at the bottom of the stairs mm-hmm. and we're like what the person starts walking up the stairs and he comes into the doorway uh-huh. of where she's painting the bedroom. Matt uh-huh. turns around. And it's Oscar. <gasps> oh shit. And she's like w- w- what? And she just like runs up to him and hugs him and she just like can't believe that he's there. And he seems off. Uh- <sighs> Like Frankenstein. Oh, he's Frankenstein. He seems a little Frankenstein. Yes. Like he just seems a little like off. We're now downstairs in the kitchen and he's sitting at the kitchen table, just kind of co- comatose, non responsive, just like kind of robotic. That's the mm-hmm. word I was looking for. Nat is standing up against the counter and she's just like, I need something from you. Like no one knew about your unit. Like I, I was calling people for 12 months. Like no one knew about it. Was it a, was it covert? And he's like, I don't know, maybe. And she's like, how do you not know? Like what it was? Where, where were you? And he's like, I I don't know. And she's like, well, how are you back? And he's like, "I, I don't know. She's like, you vanished for 12 months and you, have, you can't tell me where you were. She's like, where did you fly in? Was there water? Was there desert? Was there anything? And, she, and he's like, I, it doesn't matter. Okay. And she's like, okay, well, how did you get home? And he says, I was outside. And she goes, the house? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I was outside the room. What? I saw you. I recognized you. Then he says, "I don't feel very well." He takes a sip of water, puts the water down, and we see that a drop of blood is in the water Ooh. and dispels into the water. Cut to an ambulance. Nat is in the ambulance with Oscar. He's having a full-blown grand mal seizure and he's like spitting up blood and uh. like shaking and it's not looking good for Mr. Oscar. No, he just got back. He just got back. So Nat is in the uh, the ambulance with him. And all of a sudden, we hear police cars zooming up behind them. And we're like, what the fuck are they doing? And the, the people in the ambulance are like, did you call a fucking like police escort? And she's like, no, what's going on? The cops run the ambulance off the road. What? And the 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 doctors and EMTs are like, what the fuck? They pull Oscar <gasps> Out uh, on his gurney, out of the ambulance. They pull Nat like off of him, guns drawn at the other EMTs. And then, bam, we wake up. Natalie is in a hospital room, like a very sterile looking hospital room. But it also looks like it doesn't look like a hospital we would go to. It looks like a military base observation room kind of thing. We have no idea what happened to the ambulance. No idea how she got there. No idea where Oscar is, but she wakes up in like red hospital scrubs uh-huh. and runs to the bathroom and vomits.
1: Oof.
0: Then a very serious blonde lady comes in. <laughs> okay, Her name is Dr. Something. So it's Dr. Jen from this point for because it's Jennifer Jason Leigh. And she's talking just like nothing gets to her or everything gets to her. It's unclear cuz she's just like it's a hangover from the sedative. I am a psychologist. You were in the military? Like just like this is just a no- like part of one of her days work. Okay. And Natalie is just like I want to like I want a lawyer. I want my husband. I want to know where I am. I want an answer to any one of the questions that I am having right now. And Dr. Dennis like, you were in the military and now you study regenerating cells, yes? And Nat's like, yes, what, why? And she's like, where's my husband? And she says, your husband's here. He's very ill, multiple organ failure. Oof. But she's like super blasé about it. Then Natalie gets an idea and she's like, it sounds like radiation poisoning. Let me see him. I can help him. Because radiation poisoning – I'm going to sound very scientific right now. It, I think it has to do with, like, making your cells, like, spo- spontaneously regenerate and or kill them. So it's, like, similar to what she – like, it affects your cells in a way that she would be familiar with. She understands. With. Yeah. Okay. So we cut to her walking with Dr. Jen through, like, a big lab, military, scary facility-type place. Okay. Like, it's one of those places where it's, like, there are doctors and people walking around, but then there's also, like, people in military garb walking around. And she takes her out to, like, the balcony, and they're looking out into, like, the wilderness, and there appears to be this barrier that looks like a shimmering oil slick that is, like creating this like sort of it almost looks like a force field okay about 100 meters away from the base
1: and we're outside that's outside
0: yeah it's like a balcony like they they go outside of the building but okay. they're still like in the building it's just like a balcony okay. that they're okay. looking at and she's like so this thing that you're looking at this shimmering thing we call it the shimmer it started about three years ago it started at a lighthouse Right. It appeared and engulfed the lighthouse, and then it spread and spread and spread and spread. A ranger went in to investigate, never came out again. So we've tried to approach it in all different ways, like by land, by sea, by air. Nobody ever comes back out again. And she like shows her a map that it's like slowly encroaching and eating everything around oh, shit. it. But they can't get any information about what's on the other side of it because everyone that they send in doesn't come back out. Okay. Except for one person. (gasps) Oscar Isaacs. Yeah. Isaac? Isaac? Isaacs? How many Isaacs is there? I don't know. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) So now we cut to Oscar in the hospital. He's dying and he's quarantined. Mm -hmm. So nobody can get to him. Nat obviously can't get to him. We cut to a flashback now is Nat is like watching him in the bed quarantined. We cut to a flashback of Oscar and Nat in bed and they're talking about like just kind of pillow talk, but she's talking about the aging process of cells Uh and she starts saying like, you know, the aging process is actually a fault in our genes there's some other type of cell that, like, just continues to regenerate. So, like, it doesn't ever die.
1: Whoa. Um, the, the
0: fact that, like, we age and die, like, is actually a fault in our genes. Interesting. And she says something about, like, wouldn't you like it if I look like this forever? And it's just, like, super cute and kissy. And, like, he doesn't have a shirt on. And <laughs> he's, like, just <laughs> really cute. Um. Anyway, what was I talking about? I don't know. Um. So then she's like, so are you going to tell me, like, where you're heading for this mission? And she's like, the silence around this mission is is weird. Like, it sounds like they've both been in the military, which we okay, learn later. Great. But it's like, there's something about this mission before he leaves that she's like, I get that.
1: Feels different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's like, I, you know, I can't tell you anything. And he's like, but we'll be looking at the same stars. And she's like. That's the Aww. lamest fucking thing you've ever said to I me. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love that Natalie Portman is like, you douchebag. And Kim's like, oh, it's because, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's because like, my, my 12-year-old boyfriend when I was 12 and I had to move away said that to me. And, Ooh. like, I really, like, it, I loved it.
0: I bet you did. was <laughs> something
1: very similar to 12-year-old that.
0: 12-year-old Kim really fell for that line. And it
1: made me, I really, like, would look up at them and be, like, I mean, he said something cute. Like, it was, like, see that little, like, fuzzy group of stars right there? He's, like, just remember whenever you see that, like, that's, like, I see the same thing or something like that. I don't know. It was very that's, cute.
0: That's pretty cute for a 12-year-old. Yeah.
1: He was the one that burnt a heart into my ankle.
0: Oh, right. 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 Kim. You and I had different lives. <laughs> <laughs> you and I had very different lives. Who did I have a crush on when I was 12? I mean, the only thing I can say for sure, I don't remember who it was, but he definitely didn't like me back. <laughs> Maybe Matt Bruns. He was like my summer crush for this years. This guy's name is Matt, too. Shut the fuck up. And was it Matt your Matt Bruns? And he has your birthday. October 9th? Yeah. This is very weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt Bruns, I liked him every summer for like 10 years, pretty much, but only in the summer because that's when we were on the swim team. So maybe Matt Bruns. No, 12 was Jack Devillier. That was great. Fuck you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're just telling us names of people we don't know. It's not interesting. I
0: didn't didn't have anyone to tell me to look at the stars. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay, all I had was the names. I had to move away, and that's all I had was the cute stars, okay? And then...
0: Was I talking about something? The stars. What is this podcast about? The stars. (laughs) Okay, so she's like, you're lame. That's something that you would use to pick up a 12-year-old girl after you (laughs) burned a heart into her ankle, sir. And then they do it. Yeah. And I was like, "Sup?" Anyway back to the movie so now we're back with natalie in the military base hospital crew place and gina she's like looking out at the shimmer and it's night night time not night night time who's nighttime. looking out into the shimmer nat is looking out into the shimmer she's like at this base because that's where oscar did is so say, she's like
1: did you say it sounded like you said gina
0: because gina then comes up to her like approaches her gina rodriguez okay comes up and approaches her and is like hey i'm gina And Nat's like, hi. And she's like, come meet my crew. You look confused. But this, you are just now seeing Gina. You are not missing anything. But you were like, Gina's looking
1: out at the shimmer. And I was like, wait, who's looking out at the shimmer? And you said Nat. And I was like, "Okay," now I'm confused.
0: Okay, Nat is looking out at the shimmer. Now a new friend comes up to her. Her name is Gina. And she says, come meet my crew. And she's like, we've all been here for a while trying to figure this shit out. Gina has a really cool haircut in this. Have you seen it?
1: Um, You probably
0: saw like prior to her filming it because it was like a really like sort of very different from her Jane the Virgin where it's like half of her head is shaved. It looks really good on her. So uh, she takes her over to like this little picnic table where there's other women. There's three other women. And we meet Ponytail, Mm -hmm. Tessa, Mm -hmm. and then Gina is there. And she's like, we're all heading into the shimmer. Oof. And what I thought was so fucking awesome was it was four women, and two of them are women of color, yeah. And up to this point, there is no reason that any of those characters couldn't have been a man. Like there's nothing about those characters or the shimmer that requires them to be a woman be a woman. They just were like, "No, it's four women." And yeah end of discussion, there is no discussion this is awesome yeah. um so that was like the first thing that i just was like so here for
1: i mean most things could be like that though. exactly
0: <laughs> but there's so many times where people are like make it about them being a woman right, right, and yeah. it's like you don't need to you don't make it about characters being men so like you yeah can it's just, just have people. it's just people
1: yeah i feel like the bbc is really good at that like the
0: bbc is awesome at like that. they just
1: cast people yeah it's so just, fucking good. No, it's, it's just the That's world.
0: Why, like, I love their fucking procedural, British yeah. procedural yeah, stuff yeah. for that very reason. It's just the best. I agree. So she's like, we're all heading into the shimmer. And she's like, they're hypothesizing about what may have happened to the other people. And Gina's like, either something killed everyone or they all went crazy and killed each other. So this is a bonus okay. question, just because I'm curious what you would say. Would you... Which scenario is more terrifying to you you're going into a shimmer where something killed everyone or everyone went crazy and they killed each other
1: um probably something killing us really
0: i feel the opposite like i picture you and i going into the shimmer i can't think of anything else scarier than the person i trust going crazy and being the thing that I now have to look out for so now I'm alone I'm
1: saying but we're all going crazy so if you go crazy like that's what I'm saying I'm like if we all go crazy then like I'm probably okay
0: so you're feeling like everybody is crazy and crazy people don't know they're crazy so somehow like that's preferable to you exactly interesting in like
1: a weird way it's less scary see
0: in my head it was like I'm the only one not crazy and those around me went
1: crazy that doesn't make sense
0: well, it's because I'm always the one who, like, keeps a cool, calm, Yeah, clear, if everyone goes head.
1: in and everyone goes crazy, then...
0: Except for me. That's my superhero power. Shut up, Ketrin! <laughs> <laughs> You're um, crazy,
1: too. You're the most crazy. I we all know, know it.
0: I know. No, that's really interesting, though, because that didn't even occur to me. To me, I was thinking about, like, the people that I'm with are now the people I have to fear. So I would, like, simultaneously be hunted and also now alone. Yeah, was, if I like, was my sane... That would suck. That's
1: why I'm saying something killing me inside is more scary. Yeah, because I'm still sane. So, but the going crazy is actually less scary.
0: Yeah, maybe going crazy is like super fun. Like maybe people are just Probably. like because they don't know.
1: I mean, we're all a little crazy.
0: <gasps> what is that from you? I'm simultaneously attracted to you and scared of you. At the same I don't time. know.
1: It is from something. It that I don't know running. what it
0: is. Like. <laughs> but it was hot and scary. Yeah, it must so. be someone. Tell us who that is. We're probably gonna
1: find out who it is, and then be like,
0: "Ooh, why was that hot?" (laughs) hot?" (laughs) Ooh, Ooh, what does that say about us? We'll take it to therapy. Okay. So they're talking, and they say, "You know, one person did make it out, but you heard the state that he was in." There is a noted silence from Nat. Nat does not say, "Oh yeah, that was my husband." Mm -hmm. She just says nothing. So I was like, that's interesting. Like, was she told not to say that it was? Like, it was a very interesting dynamic. Okay. Also, she don't know these bitches. Right. I mean, I I tell everybody everything right, that's, that's ever happened true to me about you upon meeting them. So. Especially about Jack and <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Davilier and Bruns. Yes. Jack I just like to Matt. be. Matt. <laughs>
1: And just about them I and their name. I had another crush on somebody. Stop named talking, Matt. <laughs> please.
0: His name was Matt Roman. So she, now we cut to Nat talking to Oscar. It's another flashback, but it's it was a really sweet scene because they weren't really talking about anything. They were just, she was just remembering them as a couple. Okay. So then we cut to Natalie talking to Dr. Jen. In Dr. Jen's office and Dr. Jen says so why didn't you tell the girls about your connection how do you know Dr. Jen what are you stalking us what how do you know what I guess oh yeah she's creep omnipresent so Natalie just says it'll complicate things and she says why are you going in like so Natalie's going in not yet we don't know that she's going in yet but she's there at the facility.
1: So who's asked, who just, what's that question you just said to me?
0: Natalie is asking why Dr. Jen is going in. Because oh, we've just I thought found Dr. Out, Jen was asking, asking Natalie. Yeah, no, we've just found out that Dr. Jen is also going in. And okay. so Natalie says, I didn't tell them about my connection because it'll complicate things. Why are you going in to okay. the Shimmer? And Dr. Jen says, I pick the teams. I send people in. You can only do that for so long. Mm. I have to go in myself. Yeah. So basically, we get the sense that, like, she feels like she's basically sent countless people to their death. Yeah. And she can't do that forever without actually doing it herself. Right. But we also have a sense of something else underneath. We don't know what it is yet. There's something about what she's saying that she's she's not telling Nat. Mm -hmm. So now we cut back to Nat being questioned in that – observation chamber that we were in in the very very beginning so okay. it's like present with the hazmat day. Suits. yes with the hazmat okay. suits and the guy questioning her hazmat says why did you go in mm-hmm. so now we know that she does go in but right. we don't know what the circumstances leading up to it are and she says i owed him so i went in Mm-mm. that's all she says so now we're with nat and the lady squad and they're about to enter the shimmer Dr. Jen is somber as fuck. Like the other girls, you can tell are like kind of jazzed, like you would be going on a mission, whereas Mm -hmm. Dr. Jen just seems fucking somber and they enter the shimmer.
1: So the people entering the shimmer are Are, four people, not including Nat at this point.
0: Four people, not including Nat. So it's Dr. Jen, Ponytail, Gina, Tessa, Tessa. Got it. And then Nat.
1: Not Nat.
0: No, Nat is going in as well. Remember, okay. we we know that Nat is going in, but we don't know what led up to it.
1: Okay, that's what I'm asking.
0: Yeah. So we know that she went in because Hazmat said, why did you go in? Yes yes, 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 yes.
1: I know she eventually goes in. I didn't know she was going in right this moment. Yes, yeah, she's going because in. Because you just said, they're going in.
0: Yes, she's going trying in. Trying to stay on
1: top of who they are.
0: Yeah, she's going in right this moment. So it's a total of five women walking into the shimmer. That's what I just asked. I – will fucking murder you. <laughs> I- Can't murder me because then you won't have a podcast host friend. That's true.
1: No, I'll just do it with
0: your ghost. My, go- my ghost host. <laughs> my ghost <laughs> host. That's too cute to not do it. No, I have uh, to agree with that. Copyright, copyright. <laughs> I'm murdering Kim tonight. Okay. <laughs> so now they've walked into the shinner, but bam, we suddenly cut to Nat boning someone in her bedroom but it's not not oscar okay she wakes up real quick in the tent alone so we were like yeah it's fine that you don't know that she's in a tent because we didn't either okay she wakes up in a tent from a nightmare that was her boning someone not oscar okay she comes out of the tent and she's in this like sort of beautiful like jungle-esque type of tropical setting. Okay. Which is weird because the environment around the Shimmer is Mm -hmm. not tropical. Okay. But inside the Shimmer, it's like it's like a fucking tropical rainforest. Okay. And she's walking around and she appears to be alone. She doesn't know where anybody else is. She doesn't see any other tents set up. Then she hears Tessa and Gina going through their food rations. So she walks kind of around a bush and sees them and they're like, Oh, you're up. She's like, what is going on? And she's like, uh, do any of you remember setting up camp? And Tessa and Gina are like, nope, none of us remember. Um, but according to our food rations, we've been here about five days. Whoa. And creepy. nobody knows how, why, what they were doing in five days. They have no recollection of anything. All they know is they have, they're have they down five days of food rations. Their transmission doesn't work, meaning like their radio transmission, any communication that they have, and their compass doesn't work. So they're like, no idea where we are, no idea how far we walked, no concept of anything. But they get the idea that like, okay, we know that... There's something that they can look up at the sky in that I can't remember that tells them that south towards the ocean is this way. Right. I think it's ponytail that's like, "Come on, you guys remember this" and like they look up at something and they're like, "So south is that way." Okay. And they remember that the the shimmer, the perimeter of the shimmer stops at the ocean. Okay. So they're like, "If we head towards the ocean, south, we know we'll hit a perimeter." Right. Then we'll walk along the shoreline to the other end of of the perimeter. Just keep
1: following the perimeter, basically.
0: Yeah. And so Dr. Jen is like, okay, let's pack up and go. And she's just like, all bidness. So they're walking through marsh. And again, it's like the environment that they're walking through. This was something I noticed. It's like part marsh, part rainforest, part cociferous forest. Like just it all looks not, we can't tell what part of the world we're in. Yeah. Cociferous, by the way, how impressed are you with that word? Don't even know exactly what it is. I just let it fly by. It's like where palm trees, not palm trees, uh, pine trees might grow.
1: Oh, that yeah. was my informed guest. Oh, nice.
0: Guest? G- <laughs> and our, also guest. Our, go- our ghost guest. So now they're walking through like a marshier type of environment, sort of like, like the bayou is kind of what it reminds me of. Okay. And there's some like kind of houseboats that you would picture being along the bayou. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like, are these houses floating? I'm unclear. Like, it looks like these houses are just standing in water, those kind of houses. Okay. But they're all abandoned. It looks like people haven't been there for, like, multiple decades with how overgrown it is. And then Natalie also notices that there are these beautiful, like, breathtaking flowers that almost look like flower arrangements to the point where Tessa says – someone's getting married. Like it's these vines Mm -hmm. of beautiful flowers that are like growing and wrapping around railings and fences and things like that. And Nat is like, this is not an arrangement. Like these are all growing Mm -hmm. together. This is not possible. And she's like looking at these flowers. And she's like, it appears to be like a continuous mutation. And she's just like astounded because she's like these are different species of plants Mm -hmm. and they're all growing together Together. so like the other girls are kind of like
1: like they're not biologists
0: but natalie is like clearly this is weirdsy pants Mm -hmm. so they walk up to this one house and the house i'll need to describe to you is like partially sunken into the water okay so if you walk in the front door of this house it's on a slant. And, you know, half of the house you can walk on kind of like a slanted stage. And then the other half is submerged in, in water. water. Okay. okay. And so Nat is looking at these plants. And Tessa comes out of the abandoned boathouse, just a little bit shy of the threshold of the door, and says to the other girls, um, it's long abandoned, maybe even before <laughs> <laughs> something pulls her back in. <laughs> but something huge. Ah! It lifts her up off her feet and just, it almost it's like she sucked, was sucked back into the house. And we're like, what the fuck? And so the girls are like screaming. They go into the house and they see Tessa like thrashing in the water. And she's like, it has my bag. It has my bag. And so Nat dives into the water, the some of the other girls dive into the water and they're trying to like get her bag off of her uh-huh. so that whatever has it
1: can just can take just it and she can get Take it yeah. it,
0: yeah. So they get her bag off, they pull her out, they run from out of the house. They look back and a giant fucking humongous dinosaur crocodile oh. comes out after them. Oh no. And it's like huge. And it's it's It looks ill or mutated because it's like kind of like an albino kind of crusty, bloody white. Like it just looks not well and huge. And I didn't want to be around it. No. Um, And so they're like, fuck. And it starts like coming after them again. And uh, one of them, I can't remember which one. Oh, no. Nat picks up her her. Rifle, shotgun, one that fires a lot of rounds, Uh rifle probably, and fires like 30 gajillion trillion bullets into its fucking head before it even slows down. And she just keeps shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting for what seems like 47 minutes (laughs) until it finally dies very slowly and on its own time like this crocodile was definitely (laughs) like i will die in my own time bitch um (laughs) it's finally dead now we cut to them looking inside of the crocodile's mouth so we're like the cameras inside the mouth of the crocodile and we're looking at their faces Okay. okay And it's definitely dead. Gina's, like, holding up the snout so that um, Nat can look inside. And she's like, it's mutated like the flowers.
1: Like, there are things present
0: in its biology that shouldn't be there. For instance, concentric teeth, like a shark. Like, do you know what concentric teeth are?
1: Multiple Rows of teeth. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, like, whereas we have teeth, like, two sets of teeth that push up out our baby teeth our uh-huh. milk teeth <laughs> milk teeth <laughs> why it so gross <laughs> crocodiles have like almost they're almost in like a circular fashion and they kind of like rotate forward okay, sort yeah, of thing yeah and so she's like someone's like concentric teeth like a shark and that's like that's not possible you can't crossbreed species so first question you are now up to this point you have lost five days <sighs> okay You know which way is south, so Mm -hmm. presumably you know which way is north, based on that. You were almost eaten by a crocodile. Right. Lord knows what else is in there. What do you do, and what does Nat do?
1: Okay. I'm going to start keeping a journal.
0: Ooh, okay. As to
1: what happens every fucking day.
0: All right. I like Just in case I wake
1: up again tomorrow and don't remember anything all over again. And I can be like... Oh, here's what's happened so far.
0: Love this. What does that Um,
1: do? The fact that they haven't done that yet is despicable.
0: Despicable. So. That's fucking genius, Burns.
1: They. I I don't know why they wouldn't just stick with their plan of going south to the beach and keep following along the perimeter. I mean, I'd probably keep doing that too. It's just like, I'm going to start tracking everything.
0: Okay. I'm going to give you one and a half. So, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You get two. You get two full ones. Fuck yeah. um, Yeah. I was having a, I was judging Natalie's decision to do that. (laughs) But I realized, oh, no, like, that's the correct answer, though. That's what she did. (laughs) Yeah, I I can't give Natalie a half a point. So I'm giving you a full point because that's awesome. Because at this point in the movie, here was my, here was my dilemma. I understand that they're like, the only landmark we can get to is the shoreline and the perimeter, but that's so much deeper in and farther away. And it's clear that like, we don't have the resources to contend with whatever is in there because we can't even guess what's in there kind of thing. So I was like, this is the point where I would take as many samples as I possibly could and go the opposite direction of the shore to try to get back to where I was. Um, But that,
1: like you're trying to leave?
0: Leave. Because like, I just feel like... is isn't
1: the whole point to
0: explore? I get, yes. But I, I think when when everybody has died and you too almost died, I would want to get back to go like, we. this is what we found out. These are the samples we're bringing back. Try to be the ones that get out so that we can bring more people in to defend ourselves against whatever the fuck is out there. Okay. But I love your idea of t- of journaling stuff. Because yeah, it's like if you're journaling every single day then you'll either be able to read what you previously did, or you'll see that you have no journal entries for those five days. And you'll go, okay, well, that's even weirder. So awesome. Yes. So you get two points for that. So now we cut to questioning with the hazmats. And she's explaining, she's like, the mutations got more intense the further we went in. And she describes Mm. them as like duplicates of form or echoes. And at one point, she looks down at her forearm, and she's got what appears to be like a figure eight tattoo or like an infinity Mm -hmm. tattoo. Mm -hmm. I can't really tell. She just kind of looks at it and then keeps talking. And uh, Hazmat is like, were you hallucinating? And she's like, no, because we all shared the hallucination. We were all seeing the same thing. And she was also like, and it wasn't always nightmarish. Like, sometimes it was really beautiful. Mm. And now we're back inside the story that nat is telling and she's in a boat on the bayou with ponytail and nat looks down at her forearm there's no figure eight or infinity symbol there mm-hmm. but there's a bruise forming mm. and she says oh, i must have gotten this bruise from that from the gator and that's all she says oh so i guess it was a gator not a crocodile. there's a difference but i don't know what it is yeah And Ponytail says, where'd you learn to shoot? And this is where we learn that Natalie was in the army for seven years. And that that's where she met Oscar. Okay. And she's like, why are you here? She says, KIA husband, which means killed in action, which we know he was not Mm. killed in action. So she's now actively lying to these women. I'm still not totally clear why she feels the need to like actively pretend that her husband doesn't exist, but... I guess we'll get there. Ponytail says, we're all damaged goods. Oh. And she says, Gina is sober. Mm. Tessa is a cutter. Oh. The doctor has no friends, no family. No one knows anything about her. Right. And I, Ponytail, lost my daughter to cancer. Oh. Yeah. And she's like, so we have nothing
1: to go mm, back to. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Which is why they probably volunteered, slash, were, right. were recruited to, yeah. you know, they kind of have it's like a death they wish. want people
1: that are like willing to go in and die. Yeah, yeah basically. Pretty much.
0: So they are.
1: So they, that's why they accepted women. I see now. Right. Now it makes sense. Right.
0: Because, you know, all women are damaged goods.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: So they're headed, <laughs> they come across a giant structure that was previously fenced off and said, like, no trespassing. Obviously, it's abandoned. As we get closer, we see that it's like a headquarters of some kind, like a mess hall, a military base sort of looking thing. But it's abandoned. So they're heading into the abandoned headquarters. All over the walls, I'm going to try and describe this to you, is moss-like growths that also resemble tumors and also resemble veins or roots, and they are rainbow colored. So they look like mutations of itself. Nothing looks like it should be growing together, but it all is one thing, and it's all over the walls. And so they go into inside the abandoned mess hall, and they're looking around, and Natalie notices that there's a board up on the wall, and it has names on it. With times, like, you know, 1,200 hours, 2,100 hours, whatever, mm-hmm. underneath the names, next to it is a map. She sees her husband's name mm. on there, doesn't say anything. She also sees that some of the other names are crossed out. There's a line through them. Mm-hmm. And the other girls are like, why do you think those names are crossed out? And they're like, let's just, let's not jump to conclusions. Like, let's not even, <laughs> let's not do that. They're not. But Natalie realizes she likes... It looks like they had set up shifts to guard Go, this yeah, place. Okay, If they did that, we should do that too. So they're like, okay. So Dr. Jen then finds on a table... They're kind of like looking around a plastic baggie with a note in it. And this I thought was so interesting. Whoever left this there left it inside of a plastic Ziploc bag. And it totally freaked me out because they clearly did that because plastic doesn't biodegrade
1: oh my god so like crazy probably
0: putting like knowing that there was like a it was gonna be a long time possibly before people found it they were like we'll just put it in this ziploc bag
1: we're ruining the earth we're
0: ruining the earth everything (laughs) is plastic so the note in it says for those that follow So Gina is like, guess that's us. Like she's kind of the sarcastic, like badass bitch. I liked her a lot. A memory card falls out. On the table is a camera, like an old camcorder. So they put the memory card in and they start watching the video. On the video is four men inside somewhere. Holding one man sort of down, like holding his arms back. And he's the man that they're holding back is like clearly in pain, very sick. And they're sort of somewhere where there's like a, a little bit of pooled water and like a tile floor. But that's kind of like all we can see. Like enough water that if you needed to rinse your hands off, you could mm. just kind of put your hands in to rinse your hands off, sort of thing. But they're clearly inside, and there's two men holding a very sick man. Then the fourth man turns to the camera. It's Oscar. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to the camera, clearly trying to document what's happening. And he right says, on. Yeah. That's what exactly. I'm talking about. Yeah. And he says to the guy that is being held down, he's like, all right, I'm going to do it, man. Just breathe. And he takes his knife and starts cutting open the dude's abdomen. Ah. Like as if he's cutting... A little window into a wall. Oof. And he pulls it away and holds the camera on it. There are no organs inside. What? There is just a giant writhing snake worm intestine creature. Oh, God. That's just like moving inside of his body. And Oscar is just like, what the fuck is this? Like at the camera. And Gina, at this point, like, shuts the camera off. And she's like, nope, nope, nope. I reject that. Nope. And she's like, so clearly the last group went insane. And they're like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, that was a trick of the light. And they're like,
1: it it wasn't a
0: trick of the light. Like, the camera was pointing directly at it. And she's like, nope, they're insane. And just cannot be convinced otherwise. Dr. Jen is clearly distressed at this so she kind of walks off amidst the fighting they follow after her they come to a giant abandoned pool and at the deep end there's just a little bit of water and growing up the wall again i'm gonna try and describe this to you it appears to be in the shape of a throne or someone sitting on a throne that has grown into the wall and it is some sort of moss growth body tumor throne because it's like there is like sort of what looks like a skeletal remain of somebody but then also like moss and roots growing up that has like a jawbone growing out of it Ah. and it's like, All up the wall and different shapes of different things and again it just looks like moss tumor town death plant okay and it's very gross yet somehow beautiful okay in a weird way and so they see uh, a knife that's in sort of the little bit of pooled water and it's the same knife that Oscar used so they realized this is where that scene that they just watched happen yeah and the body-like structure that they're seeing is the man that he cut open but now he's somehow part of the wall moss tumor okay and they're like fuck fuck? (laughs) i mean just fuck all of this basically so nat starts taking samples of the tumor moss throne. okay and dr jen says it's too late in the day to move on so we have to stay in terror tumor town mess hall Now we cut to a dream or flashback. Oscar brings her juice in bed, brings Natalie juice in bed. And he says, I've got to leave a day early, like now. And she's like, you have to leave right now? And he just looks at her, touches her face, and he says, I do love you, Lena. And she goes to kiss him, and he turns his face away and leaves without kissing her. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's all we see. And we're like, what? Then Natalie wakes up in her tent. She can't sleep. So she starts studying some of the samples that she took in her microscope. And we're watching these cells, like, split abnormally. I don't know a ton about, like, what cells are supposed to look like when they split. But I don't think they're supposed to, like, also have tentacles when they do it. <laughs> so not. I So I think the... This is not good. I think right. I think Natalie is not crazy about the tentacle cells splitting. For sure. So then Ponytail wakes up. And she's like, you need to get some rest. Like, we're all freaked out. Now, do you go back to sleep? And does Natalie go back to sleep?
1: Um, I'm going to say it's like night-night time, like middle night, of the night. Night-night time, yeah. I'm going to say that... We both go back to sleep. Because there isn't something I can actually do right now. And I do need to have my rest if I'm going to get through this nightmare.
0: Zero points. Fuck you. Sorry. So she says, I can't sleep. She decides to go relieve Dr. Jen early. Because remember, they're taking turns. Okay. So she kind of goes up to, it's kind of like an observation tower Mm -hmm. where you could see a lot of stuff and like with night vision goggles is is how they're making making sure that they're able to like watch the perimeter and the guard is armed. So she goes up there and Dr. Jen says, you know, after seeing that footage, it was a really good idea that you didn't tell them about your connection to Oscar. Because she's like we don't know what was going on, but it right. does look like your husband like murdered someone and, and <laughs> seppukued them while they were alive <laughs> right. so good on you for not saying that you were married to him and nat says to dr jen why did my husband volunteer for a suicide mission because that's yeah, what this right? is completely and she's like you must have analyzed him you're a psychologist that works for whatever this is and she says we're all damaged which i've Ascertained. So why did he volunteer? And Dr. Jen says, you're confusing suicide with self-destruction. She's like, we all self-destruct in some way. We drink, we smoke, we ruin our marriages. You'd know better than any of us about that. Hmm. And Natalie's like, what the fuck do you mean, bitch? And she's like, I meant that you're a biologist. Self-destruction is in our genes. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, right, 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 right. oh um, oh She's like, yeah, 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 we all, uh, yeah, we age. Jeans, get it. jeans, jeans, cells, jeans, cells. jeans, That's what we're talking about. I didn't about. have an affair. It was an affair. <laughs> then all of a sudden we hear a loud crash off screen. They look. Natalie draws her gun. It's night-night time, so it's, like, really hard to fucking see anything, but the two people up the up at the tower have night vision goggles. And Natalie's like, something came through the fence. The other girls are in the tent in the field. Dr. Jen and Nat are in the watchtower when all of a sudden a giant bear beast, Tyrannosaurus (laughs) Rex, fucking grabs Ponytail and eats her. Do you remember that scene in Jurassic Park where the lawyer is on the toilet?
1: And like his legs are hanging out the mouth, basically. The T
0: Rex just like engulfs him. Yeah. That's what this looked like. That's what this fucking bear beast skull dinosaur did. Oh, shit. And we're like, shit. So the girls can't see anything except for Nat and Jen up in the observation tower. So they're all screaming. Nat and Jen come down. The girls go running after the screaming and they go as far as the hole in the fence yelling after Ponytail. What do do you go after her? And does Nat through the fence? Mm
1: Um, she seems like the type to go after her.
0: Nat, okay, yeah.
1: And how about you? I have a so it. She was inside of the mouth of this thing, and I saw it. Yeah, I think I gotta let it go.
0: Yes. So Natalie also lets it go, okay, because it's night night time. That's her only reason. She's not being like, "All right, well, peace, bitch." Like she's just like, "I what am I gonna do?" Like I can't find you. So but she has
1: night vision goggles.
0: She has night vision goggles, but like they're she's still no match for like a giant
1: no dinosaur I don't think bear is.
0: skull, and she would probably do a little bit better in the daytime. Right. Especially if this is a nocturnal animal and you might be able to catch it unawares during the daytime. Right. So.
1: I did think this was a story about four women. So this must be why.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because one got eaten. Yeah. Early. Yeah. Early Uh, on. Pretty early on. Yeah. So we cut to the next day. Gina and Tessa are like, I want to get out of here. Mm -hmm. I want to go back. And Dr. Jen is like, I'm going to Lighthouse. You guys can come or not. Do you go with Dr. Jen? Uh, And does Nat go with Dr. Jen? Or does she go with Gina and Tessa? I think Nat goes with
1: Dr. Jen.
0: Okay. And how about you?
1: You know, it wasn't until you... ah, Fuck. Okay. You made a good point when you were like, Oh, we can go back, bring what we have, and reconvene. Yeah. Do we know how to... When we say, quote, unquote, go back... I mean, Do we know how to get back through?
0: Not really. The only thing that I was thinking was that the map shows us where the perimeter is. Like it shows us where the shimmer is. And they clearly were able to look at something to know that walking this way was going south towards the ocean. Right. So in my mind, that means you could go the opposite direction and know you're going north. Yeah. So and, that But was, north
1: is... Where the facility is, well, like where we came from. I
0: don't know that north is where the facility is, but if you know where north and south is, then you know where east and west is, and you know where the facility is in relation do to. Do I know where the facility I know where the
1: facility is, is what I'm asking.
0: I don't know that they do. I'm thinking to myself that wouldn't you be able to figure out where the facility was if you know where the shoreline is? They don't say that though.
1: Okay. <sighs> it's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know. Especially if I was in the military before. It's like I got to do my mission. That's Mm -hmm. what I came here for. Yeah. So you think
0: Nat goes with Dr. Jen?
1: Yeah. You know what? I guess I'll try yours and try to get back to the thing and bring them our information we have so far.
0: Okay. So Nat goes with Dr. Jen. I agree with you. I feel like trying to go back the other way, even though so nat's point is this nat says to gina and tessa she convinces them to go with dr jen but what she says is i agree that we should get out but it took us six days to get here and it's two to the coast where we follow the perimeter Uh. and tessa's like we get out by going deeper in so that was how she convinced them to go it's six days back two days forward Right. I'm still not convinced because to me, it's like, you know, the terrain. If you go back, though, mm-hmm. you don't know what's up if ahead of you. You don't know you. what's ahead.
1: Yeah. What kind of sea monster is going to come out of there? Right?
0: Some fucking d- d- sea fucking dinosaurs, sea dinosaurs, sea dinosaur bears. So now we're back in with Mr. Hazmat in the questioning. And he says, so you lied to them. You didn't know it was going to be safer to go that direction. And she's like, I didn't know either way. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Jen had made the decision. I didn't make the decision. I guess her mind was sort of like, we need to stay together. And Dr. Hazmat says, but you knew she had cancer. You knew she was sick.
1: Dr. Jen is sick? Mm -hmm. Oh.
0: And Natalie says, I guessed. And
1: yeah. Um... And she's like,
0: and yeah, I wanted to continue.
1: Yeah, so Dr. Jen's going to die no matter what, so she's yeah. fucking going for it. Yeah,
0: and we also learned that, like, her great argument for it six days back and two days forward was kind of bullshit in that Nat just wanted to go regardless and mm-hmm. wanted to figure out what the fuck this thing was. And she also knew that, like, Dr. Jen didn't care about living, so she right. led these two women who clearly have more of a sense of wanting, wanting to, to stay live. alive than Dr. Jen does, and she took them anyway. Right. So we cut to the women walking through gorgeous tumor moss mutation flower jungle, truly beautiful, and we come across a piece of ponytail. Oh no. Bloody clothing body part of some kind. Oof. And Natalie says she could still be alive. And Dr. Jen is like doubtful. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. So do you go and do you bring someone? Does Natalie go and does she bring someone?
1: What pieces have we seen?
0: Only this. It's just like a bloody mass of fabric or flesh. We don't get like a good look at it. We just see that it's part of their friend.
1: And when you say go, go where?
0: To sort of follow into where it looks like the trail
1: lead I mean if I'm picturing Jurassic Park toilet guy
0: yep Jurassic Park toilet guy she's gone right
1: she is not alive okay I think we need to go on okay. sorry ponytail okay I'm so
0: sorry it's okay we so we need you, to go on so you don't go
1: um I'm gonna say Nat does go and does she bring someone? Does I have to answer that mm-hmm. too? Which is basically saying, can she convince someone to go with her? Yeah. Uh, I mean, would she go alone? Uh, okay. I bet she gets at least one person to go with her. Oh, yes, girl. So you got-
0: triple ding. Triple ding. So you got three out of four. I don't think you should go. Now, Natalie does go, and it doesn't end up killing her. But all of the information you have that this girl got Jurassic toilet parked, like, <laughs> does not make me want to, like, go investigate no. when I see a trail of blood. No. Maybe that makes me an asshole, but I'm just like, I don't know that I'm a match she for She did. Yeah.
1: So um, what did I and miss And I then? certainly
0: wouldn't go alone. Natalie goes... Alone. Oh, shit. And I was like, Natalie, I mean, just get Dr. Jen to come with you. She doesn't give a shit. She wants yeah. to die anyway. But I think Dr. Jen is like, why? Why? Yeah, would Dr. I go? Jen's
1: like, point us.
0: Yeah. Doubtful. Um, so she finds, so she is walking through, like following the trail. And she comes upon – I want I want you to see a picture of these because these okay. were really pretty. They were like albino deer things, like Aww. little mini albino deers. But Cute. instead of antlers, they had cherry blossom branches. Interesting. Isn't that so pretty?
1: I don't know. And
0: then they just like <laughs> pranced away. It was really pretty. Because remember she said she was like, it wasn't all wasn't fucking horrible, yeah. like, tumor horror. Like It was like some beautiful fucking shit like these fucking albino cherry blossom deer. And uh, so she walks a little further in, and she comes upon Pony's mutilated body. Okay. She's dead. Yeah. She's real dead. Confirmed. Confirmed. Go back. Could have told you that. Yes. So she literally comes back, and the girls are like, did you find her? And now it's just like, she's dead. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like. Correct. It was like kind of a weird scene, because it was like. Yeah, we all know she's dead. Like, she's dead as fuck. Yeah. It's fine. Interesting. She probably got some fucking blood samples, I'm sure. You know, because she's all sciencey. Right. So they come upon, now they keep walking, and they come upon some abandoned homes. And these look like home homes, like with a playground outside, a little neighborhood, like small little suburbia, village type of thing. Okay. They decide to camp there. There's an abandoned playground. It feels very Chernobyl-y. Like very abandoned very quickly. Right. And creepy where it's like, I don't know if you've seen pictures of Chernobyl. Yeah. Where like that playground where it's just like, and we're gone. And you almost feel like the swing is like still swinging Uh. from someone having just fucking left. And then we look around and we see that there are plants that are all grown into the shape of humans and they're like holding like uh, like holding hands with each other like oh, it looks like human topiaries but clearly not because this has been abandoned for a topiary. topiaries like uh in the shining where you like car where you like carve bushes into shapes okay yeah. those are topiaries so it looks like human topiaries but do- uh Natalie is like looking at them and she like pulls a leaf off and she's like, they've grown this way. Like people didn't cut them. They grew this way. And Tessa says, I figured it out. The shimmer is a prism. It's not blocking light or radio waves. It's refracting them. It's why that there's static on our radios. <sighs> there's something there, but it's garbled. It's refracting light, and it makes sense because you've seen it this whole time. It's very rainbowy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know you can make rainbows with a prism. And she's like, it's refracting everything, like right. our DNA, everything. Interesting. And she's like, if you sequenced the DNA of that leaf that you just took off that body plant you'd find, and Natalie completes her sentence, the hox gene. And Gina is like, what's the hox gene? And she's like, it's the gene that, like, gives us the shape of a body.
1: Like, oh. says your head
0: is uh, up top, your Ooh. arms are here. Like, that's the hox gene. And uh, she's like, it's refracting us. So now the squad goes into the abandoned house, and it's nighttime. Not night-night time, like, it's the sun is going down. And they camp in the living room. We then see Gina look at her hand. And it appears like her skin or hand is moving. But like almost like water, like an oil slick. Uh, And we're like, is her skin moving? Nat catches her looking at it. They both stare at each other. And Gina like turns away real fast. Like doesn't want her to see uh what she saw. uh Now it's night-night time. And Nat is up. And she pricks her arm where the tattoo bruise is or will be later. And she looks at the blood under the scope. And it is like tentacle multiplying. Oh, no. Not good. Here's the thing. If you look at your blood and your blood has tentacles, that's bad.
1: Not good.
0: So now we cut to a flashback of Oscar sitting at the kitchen table And the camera goes upstairs to their bedroom, and it's Natalie boning someone else. (sighs) It's the handsome colleague. (sighs) We cut to Nat telling handsome colleague this was a mistake. And he's like, why? He's like, you spend more time away than with your husband. You can't talk about work, and he won't share anything about his. And there's a clear connection between us. And uh-huh. she's like, what about your wife? And he's like, I love my wife. She's blameless in this. And I'm like, of course she's blameless, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't think Natalie is suggesting that your wife is to blame for you cheating yeah. on her, you I- fucking piece of shit. <laughs> oh, okay. um, So she's like, he's like, so what's really going on? Do you think that he's gone or do you think he found out about the affair? And Nat's like, uh, I think he found out about the affair. Now get dressed and get out. Uh, so now we look back on that scene where he like leaves and he's like, I do love you. Right, right, right. He found out right, that was his suicide mission.
1: Right.
0: And we're like, fuck, Nat! God damn it, Oscar Isaac damn. is too hot for you to be playing all around like this. <laughs> that is. Um. So now we cut back to camp. Where they're or camping in the house, in the houses, you know? And Nat wakes up and Gina is standing over her with a gun drawn. Oh shit. And says, You lying bitch oh shit and natalie's like what's going on and she's like you don't get to ask the questions you answer them oh and shit she hits her in the head with the butt of her gun whoa smash cut to natalie saying goodbye to oscar again as he leaves that scene we were just talking about uh-huh where she's like he knew about the affair yeah his suicide mission was this she then wakes up so gina knocked her out she wakes up she's tied and gagged with dr jen and tessa Oy. to chairs gina Seems perturbed, okay, to say the least. And she's holding up Nat's locket.
1: Um, And it has a picture of Oscar Oscar in it. Right, 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 right,
0: right. And she's like, why the fuck didn't you tell us why the fuck you were here? Because your husband looks like Oscar a fucking murderer and now you're here hiding the fact like what did you you're a liar yeah like why are you hiding this and she says also I didn't see a bear you guys had the night vision goggles on I didn't see shit you told me that it was some fucking bear that ate ponytail and you told me that she was dead but I didn't see either of these things and we now know that you're a fucking liar oh shit and She's like, so what the fuck is going on? And then she starts to get really freaked out. And she's like, when I look at my hands and my fingerprints, I can see them moving. If I let you go and cut me open, are my insides going to move like my fingerprints? Oh, no. And then she says, but I'm not the one tied to a chair. You are. And she pulls out a knife. Oh, shit. Then all of a sudden we hear ponytail's voice in the distance oh shit help me screaming it sounds like she's being currently attacked and so fuck? gina runs out and she's like ponytail goes out to find her then the screaming stops and the girls hear a bear growling silence they're still tied to the fucking chairs Gina has just been silenced. We don't know what happened. Then the most terrifying monster I've ever seen oh, God. comes into the room. Ugh. It is a bear mm-hmm. walking on all fours. Mm-hmm. But it is not the face of a bear. It is the skull of a bear as if Ugh. all of the skin is removed from it Uh but then also there's part of a human skull and Ah! eye kind of growing out the side of it Uh but the scariest part is when it opens its mouth to growl it's the sound of ponytail dying no 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 so it's like this echoey death scream as the bear opens its mouth to growl, God! And I was like, "Nope, nope, 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 nobody, nope, 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 nobody, nope, nope, nope."
1: Oh my God! I know I'm so uncomfortable. I don't like it. I'm so upset.
0: So the bear skull monster gets right in Tessa's face. Okay, and it felt very Jurassic again because Nat says. Don't, Don't move! Move! And I was like, "Yeah, we've learned this. Don't move! Don't that move. motherfucking T. Rex bear skull is going to eat your face!" <laughs> and so then Gina <laughs> comes around the corner, injured and shooting. Fuck yes, just bitch, girl, go! Injured and shooting, and so the bear skull attacks her because remember the crocodile? It took approximately three hundred million. Yeah, the bear gets to her first knocks her down the stairs, and then rips the bottom half of her face off. Oh, God. She's dead at oh, no. the bottom of the stairs. But, like, literally, Gina. like, ripped the bottom half off so that, like, her tongue just, like, flopped Ew. out. It was g- g- blarf. Bug. Real blarf.
1: My girl Gina,
0: though. I love I her. I know. She's dead. She had a really good death, though. She yeah, had a, she had a really hardcore horror her. movie death. It was great. So now the girls are trying to wriggle out of the ropes um, because their chairs have been kind of like knocked over and they're trying to wriggle out. Tessa is the one who gets out first as the bear comes back up the stairs and lunges toward Natalie. And I'm like, they're going to kill Natalie? Is she dead now? What the fuck? How are you gonna get away from this bear skull, bitch? But Tessa grabs the gun and shoots the bear in the head thirty bagoulion times, uh-huh. and the bear also takes its sweet ass time dying <laughs> and says, "I will die on my own time, bitch. Good night." <laughs> oh god! <laughs> so remember, it's night night time. Okay, Gina is dunzo dunzo with her tongue flopped on oh, the ground. God. uh, Bear Skull is dead. Okay. Tessa is freaked. Nat is not eaten, but barely. And Dr. Jen is like, I'm (laughs) going (laughs) to go. So my question is, do you go with Dr. Jen? And does Nat go with Dr. Jen?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say she goes. Fuck. Like... I'm so torn. I
0: know. Like kind of like Gina's head face. Oh, God. <laughs> oh,
1: God. <laughs> like at this point. Oh, I don't no. know.
0: You have I to I don't want to be here. Well, you're here, bitch. Uh, what are you going to do?
1: Uh, so my options
0: are. Go with Dr. Jen. And which is keep which moving is forward to. Right now at night, night time or something else.
1: Okay, and she's it out no matter what. Yeah,
0: like she's like bye, uh, <laughs> like right now. Like she picks up her bag and is like, bye.
1: Uh, I think it's best if we stay together right now. Okay.
0: <sighs> so, y- so Nat- I'm sorry. So
1: she definitely goes.
0: Nat goes. Yeah. Okay. And Doc, and what do you do?
1: I guess I go and or figure out a way to keep her. I I need to keep us together. Keep us together. That is my number one goal.
0: Okay. One point. Nat does not go with her. Okay. Tessa does not go with her. But the idea of keeping people together, yes, I agree. Yeah. So Dr. Jen leaves, and what she says is we're disintegrating in body and mind. I want to get to the lighthouse and end this. Mm -hmm. So she just – that's her only – desire she doesn't at this point i don't think she really cares about bringing information back out she just has to know what it is right gotcha so it's the next day it's daytime tessa is out in the people garden and nat walks up to her and tessa confirms that she was right about the dna prism and Nat says that she she is she saw it in her blood cells that there's like some sort of refractory mm-hmm. mutation thing happening that her sciency brain identified. And Tessa points out that the only thing that survived of Ponytail was her pain as she was dying. Oh wow! And Tessa looks down at her arm, and vines are growing out of it. Oh no. She gets up and begins to walk away. And she turns back to Nat and says, Dr. Jen wants to face it. You want to fight it. I don't think I want either of those. And she just turns and she starts walking into kind of the brush, the bushes. Mm -hmm. Natalie is like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? Mm -hmm. So she gets up and she like goes after her and she like, doesn't see her and she follows into where she went and comes out into a clearing where there's just a whole bunch of people plants and it's (sighs) like wait a minute she
1: wants to join them
0: are those plants that grow into the shape of people or are they people people that that turned into into plants? plants and is one of them tessa Oh, shit. Because as she was walking away, we saw that vines started to sprout out of, like, her back and everything. Like, wow. she was turning into a plant. So now we cut back to Dr. Hazmat in the questions. And he's like, how do you explain being the only survivor? And she's like, uh, I had to come back. I'm not sure any of them did. So she's she's, like... <sighs> Right. Can't really explain it, but she's like, I mean, I guess I didn't have a death wish. I, I right, don't know. Right. Now the screen is all black and we just see the words, the lighthouse. Smash cut to Oscar and Nat just reading on the couch. And he looks up from his book and says, Hi. And she looks up from her book and says, Hi.
1: Hmm.
0: Smash cut to her sobbing on the forest floor alone. <laughs> it's a bummer Uh, i was like oh my god i bet you wish you were sitting on the couch reading a book right now like that's such a fun that for some reason that juxtaposition really hit me super fucking hard because Mm. like she's so alone and i joke with eric (laughs) <laughs> oh, God, but I—I I, I know how you feel now. <laughs> so, oh. but I—I <laughs> I joke, not joke, with Eric that like the best thing about him is that being with him feels like being alone. And the first time that I told him that, he was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, what I mean is that I feel as myself and as sort of content." content. And I can be just 100% me with you as I do when I'm alone. And he's like, oh, nice safe. That sounds nice. And a lot of times, like, we'll just be sitting on the couch, not talking to each other, watching TV. Like, we're alone. Right. But we're not not alone. Yeah. And so, like, for some reason that, like, just, I had nightmares about it. It, like, really upset me. So (laughs) she puts all of her gear back on. Composes herself and she continues into the woods. We, as the audience, don't have a sense of direction as to where she's going. So I'm going to ask you where do you head alone? And where does Natalie head alone?
1: Balls. (laughs) Um.
0: I head to the balls.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I would try to head toward.
0: <laughs> I would turn into a bear skull monster.
1: <sighs> okay. Um, fuck. Fuckity fuck, 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 fuck. Okay. Correct. She's, That's the correct answer. She's, she's, shut up. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I would just stand there going, fuck!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Forever until I turned into a plant. <laughs> <laughs> okay now
1: i'm a house poet. i yeah <laughs> exactly and then you just become a plant yeah i okay she's clearly makes it out and is the only one um but to me oh, fuck and like it sounds like dr jen's just like going to her doom yeah basically but uh, but it also seems like i don't I don't know. Burns, okay. I need you
0: to get it the fuck
1: together. Okay. okay.
0: Get us out of take, this forest.
1: I would take a little meditation break. Okay. Talk right. to my inner guides. Okay. My my spirit guides, my inner self. Love it. Because I clearly have two choices to, uh, one out of one choice to make, yeah. one decision to make. Yep, yep, yep. Two choices.
0: <laughs> oh, geez, I'm getting panicked. You're getting <laughs> so panicked can't talk okay you have gear you have you were in the military
1: yeah no it's just do i try to go back to whatever the fuck that even means yeah what is that i don't know how to get anywhere i don't know all right fuck i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the one thing okay i'm gonna go back to my goal of trying to stay together okay and go find dr jen so i'm gonna go to the ocean Okay. Towards the ocean. And what does Nat do? Same.
0: Together, hand in hand. Yes! yes! You are so far at this point. Yeah, my plan of in. trying to go back... I mean, we are we're, so we're much closer deep. to the lighthouse now. We're in so too deep. You both, you, you both go towards the lighthouse. I, I don't see that there is another option at this point. Okay. Especially being that you're alone. Like, it's like you're going to walk all the way back through dinosaur skull Crocodile, bear. terror. yeah. It's, yeah. No. So... Now we cut to her at the shoreline. Okay. She made it. She made it. She's walking towards the lighthouse. Okay. The lighthouse is surrounded by these weird, like, ice fractal crystal trees that are, like, growing up out of the sand. Oh, I just realized what they were. They look like glass. Mm-hmm. When lightning hits sand, it turns to glass. Mm. And the meteor, radiation, all that kind of shit probably made some fucking lightning trees. Some lightning glass trees. She goes into the lighthouse. We see where the meteor hit kind of came down, like on a diagonal. And we see that there are these sort of veins or roots that are kind of growing all over the walls. But have you ever seen the scars of someone who's been struck by lightning? No. They look like fractals that kind of like spray out like this, mm-hmm. um, and it's literally like a scar that's happening of the electricity going like that. Mm-hmm. That's what these look look like. It looks like lightning scars all over the the wall of the lighthouse. And we see that just outside the lighthouse to get to the front door, she's had to walk through these strategically placed bones, skulls, and rib cages just outside the lighthouse entrance. It's as if they've been placed in a design of some kind.
1: Interesting. Like human? Human. Bodies? Yeah. Yeah. Bones? Bones.
0: Bones. Uh, (laughs) So now we're inside and we see the fractal lightning coral moss veins growing all Uh, around and a giant fucking meteor hole. We also see the Pompeii-like remains of a human being sitting cross-legged, Ooh. you know, the, the, the volcano that erupted in Pompeii uh-huh. and everyone was just kind of like preserved in ash. It Ooh. looks like that. Like he burned up so hot and so quickly that his ashes just there? stayed perfectly ah, there. creepy. And there's like a black sort of hole behind him. Like he burned up so hot, but in a very sort of controlled sort of yeah. fire Got is it. what it looks like. Which I was like, I don't even understand the signs of that. And we see like uh, the gear of this person, like the bags and the gear of this person next to him. Then we see a camera on a tripod pointing at them, at the body and the gear Mm -hmm. that's sitting up against the wall. She watches the video. Mm -hmm. And we just see flashes. And I'm just going to tell you the flashes that we see. Ocean, fractal trees. Bones, Oscar, terrifying backlit alien. Oscar sits down where the body, po- where the Pompeii body is, and now we're watching Oscar talk to the camera. He's sitting in the exact position of the Pompeii body, mm-hmm. legs crossed, and he begins to talk. And he says, "I thought I was a man. People called me Cain. That's his name. People called me Oscar." Now I'm not so sure. Was I them? Am I you? You ever seen a phosphorus grenade before? It's pretty bright. You're going to want to shield your eyes. If you get out, find Lena. Lena is Natalie. The voice from behind the camera says, I will. Oscar, not Oscar. Right. Pulls the pin out of the phosphorus grenade and says five four three two one boom and it's this like super bright like white hot light mm-hmm. but it's again it, it doesn't seem to be igniting the whole lighthouse it's like just igniting like him
1: right spot yeah, um, yeah
0: and i tried to look up phosphorus grenade really quick and i couldn't really find like specifically what it is but it is like a military weapon and it appears that it just burns really hot in one place like it doesn't explode but i would love to learn more about that and the nat is just like watching this on camera she just watched oscar Mm, blow himself up and uh we cut back to what she's seeing the man on is like on fire in blue like it's blue fire Mm. still in the same position as the ash then it kind of goes out and the man from behind the camera walks into frame turns around towards the camera who is it? Oscar. It's Oscar. Ah! Yeah. Bonus point. So we're like, what? We just watched what Oscar blow up. Oscar is Oscar's also on. behind the camera. I am confused. What is happening? So Nat is, you know, freaked. Upset. She's a little upset. Yes. So she's like, what in the ever living fuck is happening? Right. So she walks over to the hole. Because she now hears Dr. Jen's echoey voice uh-huh. from inside. Ooh. Burns? Yes? Do you go in that motherfucking hole? What does this hole look like? She can't tell. It looks like very deep and cavernous. It looks almost, it looks very caverny. But all you see is a fucking hole that a goddamn meteor made. And then you just watched your husband, not husband, blow up and then also not blow up.
1: Oh, fuck. Can I can I before going in mm-hmm. investigate further, like maybe sure. shine some light, maybe say hello, mm-hmm. Dr. Jen. I, is that you?
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's you investigate that. further. What does Nat do?
1: Um, does she go in?
0: Yeah, she goes the fuck just in. goes right the fuck in. She goes right the fuck in. I'm with you. Like, let's, unless you, I'm going to do a different ding. There we go. It was too quiet before. I'm with you. I'm like, let's not just go in. Let's investigate. Let's grab some light. Let's grab a fucking lantern. Like, Especially let's how do, do we know this, this isn't just
1: like a secret whale dinosaur uh, with Dr. Jen's voice.
0: Exactly. I don't know. I, I would assume secret whale dinosaur for sure. So you got two points for that. Because, yeah, I mean, eventually you're alone. You're going to have to investigate. I get it. But I wouldn't just go in like half cocked, I right. guess, is is my thought. So she climbs in. It's this long tunnel into a huge open cavern. Okay. Dr. Jen is kneeling, talking kind of nonsense. We can't really hear what she's saying. Okay. Nat says, Dr. Jen, and she says, it's in me now. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know what it wants, but it will break us down and fragment us until there is nothing left. Oh. Annihilation. Oh. Then, all of a sudden, lights and atoms and radiation start shooting out of Dr. Jen's mouth. And she's, like, head raised, and it's just this torrent of, like, radiation light whatever the fuck spewing out of her mouth and as it's spewing out of her mouth her body just starts to disintegrate into particles and light and fuck. radiation and like her skeleton is just like illuminated and glowing and burning and it's doesn't look comfortable no. at all so until she disintegrates into tiny atoms of light that are just dividing and floating around natalie Okay, And it's just like these little balls of light that she's just watching like these radiation little things just divide and divide and divide. And all of a sudden they start to form back together into another mass that is a Mm -hmm. giant oil slick looking black hole turning in and over on itself right the fuck in front of her. Uh-huh. So, uh So it's kind of like what we saw for a split second in the video. So you're looking at a black hole in okay. front of your face. Okay. What do you do? And what does Nat do? Oh, <laughs> God! Kim, I'm going to give you a clue. There's a radioactive black hole in front of your face. Like, closer to you than I am from you right now. What are you going to do,
1: Burns? I don't want to go in it.
0: Okay, yeah. I don't want to
1: go in it. Okay. And I want go in And it. how
0: about Nat? Does she go in it? Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> so she can't, she doesn't quite go in it, but she definitely just stares into it for a long fucking time. And I'm like, get away. I don't even stare into the microwave for that long for fear of radiation. <laughs> like this is insane, but she looks like kind of entranced. And as she's staring into it, a small drop of blood appears on her face as if it's been almost pulled out of her pores. Ah! And the blood drop is sucked into Into the the black hole. hole. Oh, fuckity fuck balls. It divides over and over again until it pulls all of it into itself and forms into a featureless humanoid figure. And it looks like, you know those things that you would use to draw an art class where it's yeah, like a body yeah. that you could mold? It right. looks exactly like that. Okay. Except it looks like sort of like an like a dark onyx oil slick kind of okay. thing. And that's
1: like standing in front of her. Standing now? the
0: fuck in front of her, no face, which is so terrifying. Right. I'd rather see the scariest fucking face ever than no face. <laughs> so it's standing in front of her. Nat freaks out and just starts shooting at it. All of the bullets ricochet. No. Oh god damn it. Yeah. Don't you understand that everything refracts? Yes, it all reflects. So it starts they start ricocheting off of the humanoid structure, but the 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 ricocheted path of the bullets also <laughs> become part of this humanoid Ah! structure and then it sort of like pulls the bullet paths back into itself and I'm like well now you just made a bullet monster (laughs) so I don't know what's happening so she starts to slowly back away as it starts to slowly walk towards her no uh, So she runs out back through the tunnel and she's like, what the fuck? And as she crawls out of the hole, the figure is outside the hole. now, And it is like mirroring all of what her movements.
1: Right. Okay, yeah.
0: And she's like, what the fuck? So she walks behind the camera and it is mirroring her. She grabs the camera, whacks the figure, but the figure mirrors her movement and fucking whacks her. Now, it's a fucking humanoid bullet monster, black hole, radioactive thing. So I'm thinking that that whack is going to be a little stronger than you being like, eh, with a camera. So, whacks her back down, and then as she falls knocked out, it lays next to her on the ground, mirroring the position that she's in. Uh Uh-huh. She then wakes up, she gets up, and the first thing she sees is this faceless face just staring at her like, "Ah!" (laughs) morning, sweetie. (laughs) roommates, Yeah, roomies. And she's just like, "Ah!" so she gets up and she runs for the door. What does it do?
1: It's It it runs for the door. Runs for
0: the door as well. She goes to open the door, but the figure just slams up against her and slams her between the door and itself. Oh, God. And it's just, like, crushing her. And she's just, like, ugh. And it's, like, crushing her because it's, like, it's weird because it's, like, she's pushed as hard as she can up against the door. Which is
1: making it do the same. Which is making yeah, it, yeah. yeah but oh, it's fuck. the
0: thing pushing her as hard God as it can it. up at the door. Oh, God damn it! It's yeah. one of those fucking, <laughs> Catch-22s, yeah. So, finally... Finally, lets her go, and they both stumble back and they fall in perfect unison down to the ground again. And it's mirroring her the whole time. She wakes up again. She's like, Motherfucker, knock me out twice in a row. <laughs> so she gets up and they walk slowly, staring at each other. So she's like walking, facing it, sort of crab walking sideways. I mean, she's standing, she's not literally crab <laughs> yeah, walking. Yeah, like, that's sideways. an interesting choice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she just decided really to want
1: walk. to test that it's going to do exactly what right. i do <laughs> yeah
0: she like picks her nose to make it pick its nose so except she, it
1: has no nose
0: <laughs> it grows a nose just to pick it oh what are we talking about i started this i'll see myself out so she walks over to the bag of gear what does she do what is in that bag of gear Um. And what do you do? You don't even have to go over to the bag of gear if you don't want to. Natalie goes over to the bag of gear. What does she do? You can do whatever the fuck you want with this moment. Am
1: I supposed to know what's
0: in the bag of gear? Well, we have seen somebody in that room pull something out of a bag of gear.
1: Yeah, but I don't fucking remember that. Uh, Okay. Okay. She grabs a... grenade whatever the fuck it's called
0: (laughs) yep phosphorus grenade what do you do
1: good damn it
0: (laughs) this is where you just stand in center and yell fuck forever (laughs) all over again until you turn into a lighthouse
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay i uh, i I mean, I guess the fucking same. I don't know okay. what else is even that I don't fucking Good.
0: know. All right. So. So she does something. That was pretty smart. She takes the grenade, the phosphorus grenade out of the bag, and she places it into the oil slick monsters hand. Right. Right. And he, you know, puts his hand over hers, mirroring everything. And as they're sort of touching hands, the creature starts to morph into Natalie. Right. And looks exactly like her. And it was really creepy, like, watching it morph, like, seeing, like, noses grow. It was really creepy. And she's holding hands with it. So she's now holding hands with herself. Right. She pulls the pin. And we know that it's five, four, three, Mm -hmm. two, one. So she pulls the pin, lets go, and bolts out the door. And we can tell that, like, the entity is, like, confused now. And so um, before he can kind of realize what's happening, it blows up. And she makes it to the door. And the figure's standing there confused and sort of lighting up. Like, it's clearly not made of human stuff because it's, Mm -hmm. like, its hands are now, like, on permanent fire But it almost is like Burning the way Those sparklers At 4th of July burn uh-huh. Where it's like How is it still burning Like you know It's not like Going out Kind of thing right. And it's totally freaked out. And it kind of like falls and like touches the wall of the lighthouse and all of the veins of the lighthouse light on fire. Oh, shit. And then we see that it's spreading everywhere. Oh, shit. And Nat is outside and we see all the fractal trees just start to light up and fall to the ground. The radioactive oil slick alien crawls back into the hole. The cave lights up everything is burning away and now we see that the shimmer begins to burn away cut back to dr hazmat and he says what was it can you describe it she's like no it's like was it carbon based she's like i don't know what did it want i don't think it wanted anything and he says it attacked you and she said no Mm, it mirrored me right i attacked it right I'm not even sure it knew I was there. And he says, it was destroying our planet. And she says, it was changing our planet. Mm -hmm. It was making something new. Nat then takes a drink of water like Oscar did. And we're waiting for blood to appear.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: It doesn't, Mm -hmm. but she's just staring at the water. Then she turns to Dr. Hazmat and says, now tell me about my husband. And he says, Well, the lighthouse is nothing but ash now, so whatever you saw, there's no trace of it now. The shimmer went away, and as soon as that happened, his blood pressure stabilized, his heart rate increased, (sighs) he awoke, and not only did he wake up, he was lucid. Oh, my God. So now we cut to Nat going into the isolation room, because she's like, I'm just as fucking radioactive or whatever the fuck as he is. So she's like, I'm just going to go into the fucking room. They stare at each other, and Nat says... You aren't Oscar, are you? No. And he says, I don't think so. Are you Lena? She says, nothing. He stands and they hug. Camera closes in on Oscar's eyes. The irises appear to look like an oil slick.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Camera closes in on Nat's eyes the irises appear to look like an oil oh, slick oh shit the end oh shit that was it oh shit yeah uh, it was really good
1: sounds good it was it was
0: awesome it was such an interesting like look into like grief and guilt along with it also being
1: interesting
0: a really cool horror sci-fi alien movie and really creative fun Yeah, it was great. All right, let me total up your points. Kim Burns, yes, this is the best score that we've ever gotten. Oh my god! On Kim and Cat Stay Alive. Oh my god! To date. Oh my gosh! You got out of twenty eight points. Yes, twenty one. Woo! That's real good, Burnsy. I'm so. I fucking annihilated that. Annihilated this bitch. Annihilation. So yeah. It was great. I can't Fuck wait. Yes. You, I can't wait to show you some of the pictures. Yeah, I definitely want to see some stuff. Of the fucking bear skull monster dinosaur was <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> fucking upsetting. It was oh, like God. so terrifying. And the oil slick alien was also not my it favorite. Definitely
1: sounds very visual. I would like to see some pictures. It was
0: super visual. And then I want you to see the albino baby deer with the oh, cherry blossom right. antlers. Of
1: course.
0: It was so cute. Yeah, so do we have anything else? I don't think so. Okay, well then, don't forget about our review contest. Yeah. Write a review. S- Speaking of mugs, there's also <laughs> merch on our website oh, now. man. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Other than that, yeah. Um, please just share
1: and yeah. subscribe, review. Yeah, all those things. We all, love you. Thank you guys so
0: much. We love you so much. So this has been Kim, Kim and Cat Stay Alive. alive.
1: Maybe. So until next week, stay stay alive. alive.
0: Put a ghost in me. I'm I'm done. done. (laughs)